Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. And we're Poor as Shoes. This is our podcast, You Can Keep a Secret, where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy TV show, Pretty Little Liars. The Perfectionists! You know it. You love it. And, and now we're going to talk about it. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of... <laughs> Two can keep a secret. You almost said one, and that I was going to be really funny. No. But it went really well, and there was a lot of twos in there. I like it. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's I like episode you. episode two. Oh, my God. I like <laughs> you, too. I think that's why we're here. We like each other. <laughs> Is that why we're here? That explains everything. It does. Anyways, yeah. It's the second episode of PLL The Perfectionist. Second episode of the second season of Two Can Keep a Secret. Lucky number two. Lucky number two. So, lots to talk about this week, as always. Do you want to get us started with a recapping the episode? Recap. Recap. <laughs> no, we don't do that. <laughs> we didn't talk about that, but... <laughs> that was, that was improv, that. guys. That's what you call <laughs> classic improv. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do a little recap. Should I do like a, just a short recap and then we can just dive right into like... Yeah, sure. Picking out all the cool stuff of this episode? Yeah. Okay, this is the recap on Fast Forward. FF, as they call it in the industry. <laughs> What industry is that? I don't know. <laughs> like the blockbuster industry? Yeah. Like yeah. the video rental industry? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So as we know, Nolan is dead. Here's what else we find out from this episode. Number one, Mona is starting to go crazy. Mm-hmm. She has more pie. Allison is trying to keep her from going crazy. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of on edge because they want to know who killed Nolan. Mm-hmm. There's a funeral for Nolan. Yes. Which is obviously, like, there's, fuck, a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a new fucking detective in town, not Linda Tanner. Well, somebody Linda else. Linda Tanner adjacent, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. The liars, which we now are establishing the liars as Ava. Who else? Ava, Dylan, and... Uh, Kate, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. They're, the, they're now... The new liars, mm-hmm. the new era and liars. What's, like maybe talk a little bit about who their supporting cast kind of is in terms of like. Dylan has a boyfriend named Andrew. Yeah. Caitlin has a boyfriend named Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ava is just mourning the loss of um, Nolan because she actually really loved him and he was like a d bag, but. Mm-hmm. She loved him. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, so the whole the episode is like pretty much them coming together as like a clique. Mm-hmm. And Ava's trying to like fight against it. And she's like, I'm too fucking sad for this. And like, I don't want to be your friends. And I don't want any friends. I just want to be friends with my flask. <laughs> and then she comes around though. So the whole thing is pretty much about them like coming together and trying to like keep their secrets together. We don't really know what these secrets are are necessarily Mm -hmm. yeah still a mystery as to like precisely the nature of the secrets i mean we've got like a snippet into what the secrets Mm -hmm. could be Mm -hmm. in the first episode in terms of like nolan seemed to have some pretty like damning photographs of caitlin's mom who apparently has like presidential aspirations so Uh can't really afford that type of a scandal uh dylan and nolan fucked i'm not too sure we don't know if that was a one-time thing or like maybe it's an ongoing thing yeah ava Mm -hmm. has she has that weird like thing with her family that they're like running from the law Mm -hmm. they're on the lam as as they say in the industry (laughs) 
What industry is that? <laughs> the fucking, I don't know. Law enforcement yes. industry? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. The law enforcement industry. But maybe her secret is that, because she actually has all that money from her dad, but maybe Nolan was the only person who knew about it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I mean, she's pretty insistent that, like, she doesn't have secrets because the whole time when, like, Dylan and Caitlin are trying to, like, convince her to kind of, like, you know, become a group with us, she's like, you know, we just have different types of problems because I don't have secrets. Like, yeah. You guys do have secrets. So, like, I know, shitty it's like, for you. You know what it reminds me of? And I feel like, okay, so that was, like, a really brief recap, and now we can just, like, just, like, mm-hmm. fucking just, like, just get, get, right get into, into it. it. So that reminds me of the, the original PLL series, and that's pretty much how I felt about Emily like going into it it was like everyone kind of had like these shitty weird secrets but Emily's secret was that she was gay mm-hmm. which and is I, like yeah I couldn't get on board with that being like a, a like I understand why for her obviously that was like a, a personal struggle mm-hmm. but in terms of like doing bad things yeah you wouldn't equate that with like yeah murdering someone like yeah. it's not like a crime it's like oh like i have like, like i'm yeah i steal shit all the time like I'm, I'm like a thief yeah and how do you equate that with being gay i don't think it works so it's, it reminds me of that it's like with ava it's like if her secret is that like her family's fucked up mm-hmm. it's like eh, i don't really know okay i just want to like one thing that I thought was funny, not that it's funny when people are, like, sad about someone who's died, but the flashback of Ava where she was just, like, drinking out of her red Solo cup, which, like, I <laughs> I know you're in college, and so you've seen on yeah. TV that you should drink beer, alcohol, or whatever out of red Solo cups, but, like, if you're by yourself, you could just use a glass, like, and the, she builds this weird, like, red Solo cup pyramid out of, like, all the empty cups. I know. Like, she hasn't even been reusing it. She's mm-hmm. been literally, like, having a disposable cup party for herself. Anyhow, what I thought was actually funny about that was when they were doing, like, a flashback, and she was just, like, remembering the one time they fucked in the pool. I know. <laughs> it's, like, that one time. That one time was so, which was very like, recent. I any other memories none that was just it just that one okay cool 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 yeah 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 we get it really painted a picture for us of your love story yeah so it's like ava's sad she's drinking then we have dylan dylan's having nightmares his boyfriend is wondering why after three whole days he's still trying to come to grips with this untimely death of like his weird like not friend if anything even just a classmate i feel like if i was in a small tutorial of Mm -hmm. 30 people and one of them died i would probably be like upset yeah, and, like, you know, if you had nightmares, like, I don't think people would mock you for it. But Andrew does. Yeah. Um, and his swoopy hair, which I hate. And also Andrew is, he's giving Dylan a chance to come clean. You think that's what it is? Like, do you think he does suspect? Well, maybe it's, like, okay, for someone who you're, like, an acquaintance with, it doesn't, it wouldn't make sense for you to have, like, tortured nightmares over them unless, like, maybe there's a little bit something more to that relationship than you're letting yeah. on. So I I like maybe, that point because, yeah, like, maybe Andrew kind of, like... He might have some sort of intuitive feeling about it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know if that's the case, but I do know that he asked him flat out, is there anything you want to tell me? Yeah. And that seems like an opportunity yeah. to and, be, like, Dylan. for Dylan to be, like... Yeah, we fucked. Now that he's dead, maybe I could tell you this. But I think actually why he doesn't want to tell him is because he cheated on. Yeah, that I know that. Like obviously, it's a really hard thing it. to admit. Of course, like no one wants to say that. But I just mean he was given the opportunity. So now at this point, it's not that he's just like he's just hiding something from his significant other. He's like flat out lied. Yeah, yeah. And then which is a step beyond. Yeah. 
Of course. And um, and then Caitlin, or Danielle, as you like to call her. <laughs> Why um, do I think her name is Danielle? I mean, she does look like a person named Danielle. Like, that does <laughs> look like, she looks like a Danielle. Like, she does. I'll give you that. She is distracting herself with athletics and with car sex, mm-hmm. with Jeremy. Jeremy. In- sounds like you're saying Jeremy. <laughs> like a chair. Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy is like a in true British fashion, just eating a sandwich, (laughs) eating a bagel sandwich as the Brits do. But also, he's just like so dry about it. He's just like, what does he say? He says like, uh, they start kissing or whatever, and she's just like, oh, not here. Like someone's gonna see, and he's like, not Nolan though. Dead. He's dead. Hashtag dead. Yeah, he's very like, like the dry British oh. humor. The British are just, you know what? The British are funny. Yeah, but they are not very sensitive. That was a very insensitive comment. Agreed. Like, I think I can relate to that. I think I that's was, how a lot of people handle death, to be honest. You have to laugh. Just mock them for it. <laughs> you make, died. You couldn't make even fun live. of dead people. You couldn't even live. How hard you is suck. it? Yeah. So there's that. And then Allie is talking to. Uh, she's trying to get her wallpaper fixed. Oh God! I know. She's like. <laughs> she's like, what? I've been trying to call in for a repair, and I'm just like. <laughs> I don't know if that's the correct <laughs> way of wording that, especially since, like, maybe you should tell Linda Tannarelli about <laughs> the break-in. About this, like, they're watching. Like, whoever's coming to fix your wall, they're not just going to, like, let that fly, <laughs> you know? They're going to be like, did someone, did you do this? <laughs> did someone this, else do this? It seems this threatening. <laughs> and I might have to tell someone about it. And it's not going to be a secret because that's not how the fucking world works. Yeah, I don't know. I got the impression that she's talking to like, that there would be like in this kind of weird controlled, like, it's not even a gated community. It's more like a crazy smart house, like in the X-Files, X-Files episode or something like that. Like, it's very like monitored and surveilled. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, I have the impression there's just like one number that you call for like, all different issues and then right. they would like the route you to the <laughs> route you to the right person exactly and so i feel like whoever she's talking to she's like she was telling them like oh there was a break-in and then it ends up with her like submitting a repair ticket so like they didn't seem really that concerned about her telling them about the break-in mm-hmm. or what well i mean it's not a break-in though because actually like that note was just there but i guess someone ripped the wallpaper like i'm yeah. not clear but also like yeah it's all it's all very sketchy now because it's like also why doesn't she tell that investigator about it well she goes like a really different route which yeah. is that at the end she tells the investigator that the three liars were at her house on the night of the murder like she just goes full like season four or like or, or like og allison de Laurentiis lie style like it's <laughs> guys my face is literally in my hands <laughs> this shit you just can't make it up but somebody did and turned it into a show <laughs> she literally is like in one on in one breath being like i'm here to like right my wrongs and to like develop good habits and then the next breath being like a huge lie for no reason about people that i don't know if i can trust like she has really pretty much zero evidence that they didn't murder nolan Mm. and it it makes her look even weirder because here she is she's in a new town she she gets there and immediately someone dies so obviously everyone's (laughs) thinking 
Why are we even fucking questioning people? (laughs) This bitch did it. And then she's like giving these guys a free alibi. (laughs) Like they're going to think she did it too. And it's just, it's just become It's just so typical. It is very, very. This is exactly, sorry. This is like an, I feel like an ongoing theme through Mm -hmm. the show Mm -hmm. is that (laughs) Allison has like FOMO Mm -hmm. for like being part of like a clique. Yeah. So she's like. Will do anything to like to get back be a in, part. and like, then yeah. like be the ringleader. Yeah, to be in this crew. Yeah, I think that's totally true because even at the at the funeral, she's like forlorn. She's like, oh, I wish that like more people were watching me at this funeral. Like, I miss the days when like I was in the casket yeah. and all eyes were on me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, she's literally like more like she is mourning but not the death of the person who's she's dead. just like so used to like the drama surrounding her that she mm-hmm. like. Like, she makes it about her. Like, the fucking security guard, yeah. whatever, whoever the fuck she is now. <laughs> Dana she, Booker. Yeah. Which is, like, Dana pretty Booker. right on. Like, yeah. Booker. Booker? Booker Dano. Like, Bookum. <laughs> like, what? Like, she's... Okay, but also, here's another thing. In classic, classic, pretty little liar style, the person... The, the primary person investigating a murder is not a police officer. She is a random, privately assigned and, yep. like, employed head of security of Beacon Heights University. I'm sorry. I feel like this is the jurisdiction of the Oregon, like, whatever city this is in Oregon, yeah. Beacon Heights. Police. When people get Where murdered, the it's police? actually the police that it's usually not, handle it. Like, do you think that if someone gets murdered, your fucking security desk concierge is going to fucking investigate that in your condo building? No. Like, no. So then why in the world is Dana Booker in charge of this investigation? I don't understand. I don't get it either. And she, like, yeah. And then she comes into Ali's classroom and she's like, I need these three students. And Allison like not on my watch bitch but actually like you just let them go <laughs> yeah you first baby of all don't. they're adults yeah <laughs> like that's the other thing is like i don't know everyone's like you're here to help these kids they're in college like yeah. they're they're like 18 or not 19. that i knew what i was what was going on when i was 18 or 19 and definitely needed but i guidance. didn't need but i didn't need someone to give me a fake murder alibi no. also like no. you know but that being said that's um, true. But one thing that we haven't touched on, which kind of explains um, why Allison is putting herself out there, is that she gets a text message kind of like the day after or three days after, not too sure about that timeline. Um, it's from Nolan. It says, meet me at the top of whatever building it is that he mm-hmm. fell or was pushed off of. That's so, like Thorn, Thorn, Thorn Hill Hall or like Thorn Hall or like whatever yep. the fuck. And basically, you know, it looks like someone is framing old Allie D. So she's a bit scared. Um so and, you know then, and then her her um her methodology is to then lie as much as possible. Yeah. She's Which, like, I know. didn't do it, but I'm sure as fuck not gonna let anybody <laughs> think that I didn't do it didn't do it i'm gonna act (laughs) as shady as possible so we get the return of og like rosewood fucking styles Mm -hmm. alley and we get the return of crazy mona yes yes she's got her glasses on she is she's doing fucking beautiful mind math about algorithms she has some kind of algorithm that like had originally flagged nolan and now she's gonna like use that same algorithm to like figure out who killed him allison is very worried by this behavior so the only thing that could obviously ever really like solve this would be a pie pies she brings a pie time for pie (laughs) 
I think this is going to become a recurring segment. It's going to be like, what is what the pie? pie? What's the pie? It's called pie of the day. <laughs> I think we could. I think it's time for pie. It's probably time for pie makes sense. <laughs> time for pie. Pretty eyes is what this segment is. Um. So today's pie is a key lime pie. One of Mona's faves. According to the baker. So the baker in this town knows customers by name and pie preference, apparently. I mean, is what we're led to believe. What is the baker's job if not that? <laughs> um, uh, I actually had a Twitter poll about this. So okay. Here's what people thought. I asked, what's your fave pie? Here were the options. Okay. Apple. Yeah. Key lime. Yum. Banana cream. Mm. 17% apple. Hmm. 33% banana cream. Oh. 50% key lime. Wow. And They're on think, board. Do you think that's a reflection of the show or do you think people really love key lime pie? I think, I don't know. I'm not sure if people are just like, I love key lime pie because Mona loves key lime pie. Not I mean, sure. she's a tastemaker in the pie, in the pie, in the pie world. In the pie land. In pie circles. Get it? <laughs> so they say in the industry, the pie industry <laughs> circles. I mean, why didn't they premiere the show on Pi Day? Like, why did this literally not premiere on March 14th? Because I feel like we could really emphasize the presence and importance of Pi that plays, like, pie this role is like, in this like, fucking you know how, like, show. It's like, Sex and the City, the city is the fifth character. Like, Pi is, is the, the fifth extra character. character. Here. What's it? It's a show about friends, and it's a show about secrets, but it's mostly a show about Pi. It's about the kind of Pi that they have throughout. Um, so alongside the pie is a very iconic slap to the face of Mona Ugh. by old Allie D. She's trying to get her snap out of it. They eventually go on to eat some pie. Um, <laughs> question, what is your favorite type of pie, Alex? I actually really do love key lime pie. Yeah, I fucks with that. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get down with an apple pie, but I really 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 much prefer like a crumble on top i do yeah. not love like an apple pie with just like a crust on top no i need a buttery sugary delicious granola yeah crumble oats butter and that's why i think i like bumbleberry pie so much mm. because it always comes with a great granola oat sugar crust crumble. um so good so great i like that i love that i like um i also like banana cream i love banana i love all these same pies we have the same pie tastes i think we have the same pie tastes and that makes us soulmates that that is the actual foundation for it and then there's like other tertiary secondary stuff it's like if if all else fails we have pie we could go get some pie we could still sort out our link up on pie Like, if for some reason something happened, like, maybe I went on a cruise, I got swept away at sea, I lived a parallel life, like, not parallel, I just lived my life on, like, on a different island, I hit my head, I kind of forgot a little bit of who I was, my history, but then somehow we saw each other 20 years later, we would immediately be like, pie. Pie? (laughs) We'd be like, time for pie, pretty eyes. And And I would just get my memory back and be like, I know who I am That's the trigger. (laughs) The amnesia trigger. Is it saying the pie or is it eating the pie? Is it saying. like having a bite of key lime pie? You're just like, I'm healed. Yeah. I um, love that. You were just in Florida. Did you have any key lime pie when you're in Florida? That's like very popular. I there. did not, but I really wish that I did. Yeah. I will have to go back right just now. For, just for that. <laughs> and eat pie. I love pie. There was this pie that like, I don't know where we got it. And I don't know where it is anymore, but it was like, meringue Hmm. or marshmallow Hmm. and then 
chocolate cream. Hmm. And then... It was like a s'mores? Kind of, yeah. And then there was like a dark chocolate, like cookie or like a, some kind of crumbly. And then there was like a graham cracker crust. So it's definitely s'mores. It was like... Oh my s'more god, pie. It was so good. I'm, I'm going like to Google it right now. crush the fuck out of that. The closest thing that I've had to that since... And I was like at the grocery store and I don't know what brand it was and you can't find it anymore. But the closest thing I had to that was this thing called mississippi mud pie at like electric mud which is now closed yes is that closed now i think so yeah and they had that and it was like a jar that was like all of those things and it's so fucking good have you ever been to um what is this restaurant bannock bannock yeah yeah they have warm s'mores pie there oh my god i should go there for that because that that place is actually really good they have a duck poutine pizza there i've never been so i feel like i should go we should go together (gasps) pie Pie. we're gonna do live on location we've talked about pie now we've actually discussed so long (laughs) i know we actually discussed potentially okay so here's an idea Mm -hmm. just thrown out there Mm -hmm. that potentially next week we're actually going to start live streaming our podcast video styles yeah like this discussion in your ear right after the show airs in your face would you guys be down with would you guys want to watch us do like this yeah we should do it we should do some kind of a poll we should do a poll about that we'll do a twitter poll we'll do an instagram poll we'll just pull 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 until we figure it out and and if you would like us to do you want us to be eating pie during the discussion because that could be arranged every time we could we're not opposed to eating pie every week so just um, let us know. Uh, we we also just to bring it back to the show for one second. <laughs> for one um, quick sec. One quick sec. Uh, we made a really funny joke, which was retweeted by Norm Buckley, who is a director on the show. I think I don't know if he directs PLL Perfectionist, but he was a director on PLL. Okay, I don't know. If, like, I don't know about Perfectionist. Deal is. But anyhow, um, it was very LOL because Nolan's funeral had a closed casket. Mm-hmm. And I said, why is there a closed casket? Because, like, everyone's already seen his dead fucking <laughs> like, body. so much. Like, and that. they've shown that more than anything else. There's Alex- more talk of that than pie, I would say. <laughs> so, so, top things. If there's, like, a word cloud of this show, it'd be, like, pie. <laughs> Impaled <the> people. <laughs> Impaled bodies. And, and you corrected me because you were like, what did you say about it? I said, couldn't be open casket because they had to leave the fence prongs in. <laughs> Which you were, like, adamant about that when we first watched the show. You're like, oh, you know, Christina, they're not going to be able to take his body. I was like, move the body. Like, oh, my God. They put can't a sheet move on the body. Top. It's a crime scene. So they have to leave the fence prongs in. <laughs> they hold up. They're waiting for the welder to come. Like I said, they're waiting for the welder to come in the fucking, fucking, you know, Unwell. slice. <laughs> Stuff. I don't know how they cut those things. It's like a knife through hot pie. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. That sounds so yummy. Um, Even in that context. Just whispering that, that made me think about when they're at the <gasps> vigil or the like weird candlelight parade. And it's like back to the murder scene. They like literally like revisit the scene from like four days ago. I just got a chill <laughs> thinking about this. But somebody like quickly runs by and they're like, it's just like you imagined it. Oh my God. That was like fucking sinister the way that you just did that i feel very freaked out i'm so scared of right now i'm self. scared of, of myself <laughs> i'm haunted by this show 
and I just thought, what? Like, what? <laughs> Say what, though? What? Like, <laughs> sorry, what, though? Like, random person? Because, okay, oh, she's, oh, they're oh, quoting oh, 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 Danielle. Oh. Danielle, <laughs> no, Danielle no. Steele. They're quoting Ava. <laughs> Danielle Fence when Steele. They, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Steele Fence. Fence Steele. Danielle Chainlink Steele Fence. <laughs> She does have a hyphenated last name, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that. <laughs> no, it's, not. it's not even close. So that, okay, so the way that Nolan died was the way that Caitlin, the way she imagined it. Yeah. So when she died and they all, like, meet up at the crime scene, as you do on campus, um, <laughs> Ava was like, that's, that's, like, that's exactly how you imagined him dying. And then, like, someone must have heard them. So she did already, Ava already said that. And then somebody, somebody must have heard them. So now somebody's, like, trying to, like, tip them off that they know all their secrets. Well, and we have evidence of that as well, because um, I guess before that, um, they were, the three new liars were discussing uh, where would, um, where would Nolan uh, keep any evidence of the kind of secrets that he does have on them. And he, Ava said that I know where he's uh, hid his weed. Uh, so he probably hid them there as well. And it's in a greenhouse, which is like very PLL. Totally. <laughs> to have a weird, creepy encounter in a greenhouse is like very on brand. And um, when they go there, there's a note left behind that says, I got here first, basically. And like, I know all your secrets. So yeah, there's definitely somebody who we don't know who it is. Um, I think it could be, well, we'll talk about who we think it could be, I guess, later on, but, um, who is, like, very hip to their game, Mm -hmm. and that's gonna be troublesome. They're gonna, you know, Allie is now very dragged into that, actually, because she, like, gave up this false alibi. So she's gonna have to really work quite hard with them to come up with a way to, you know, move on from that. I think, okay, I think this is a good, like, segue into the segment that we did last week, which is, like, same, same, but different. Yes, let's do same, same, but different. Okay. Same, same. So, like, samesies that, like, someone is, knows their secrets, Mm -hmm. they don't know who it is, Mm -hmm. and they're, like, suspecting it's a dead person. Same is that Allie got a text from, like, a dead person, or, like, mass text messages. Like, we get more text message-based like mm, action action in this in this episode just very on brand oh yeah i know um same same that mona is starting to become crazy mona yeah she has gotten like the whole beautiful mind like murder wall like post-it notes fucking everything going on um same same is that i think that this character that we meet whose name is mason <gasps> And he is, like, such a fucking narc. He's definitely a cop. Like, an undercover cop. Which is very, like, PLL, like, that Marco guy. Fury slash the photographer that Aria, Aria was friends was with. Friends but with. then, like, they all went to prom. And then he, like, oh, had yeah, a gun. That, like, and they're like, why do you have a gun? And he's like, I'm a fucking cop. You guys are ruining this for everyone. <laughs> I've spent years working this mission. He um, looks like he's 12. Well, that's the. that's how you know. But this is also this, sorry. If, do we have any other same points? Because I have I'm a segment. So a segment. fucking many. Okay, same keep points. going. Keep going. Same same. Kaylin's leather jackets. Nice to Emily's. Same same. Secret meeting in the woods. Oh yeah. Very PLL. so many meetings in the woods. It's like stop. Me- Somebody made a really good point on Twitter. Actually, they were Which like, was stop meeting in the woods because it's not safe. It's like yo, these and people need to like either. stop meeting in the woods. It's like pretty easy for someone it's, who's like trying to spy on you to just like go further into the woods and then listen to what you're saying. <laughs> at at PLL fan news. Yeah. 
tweeted during the show, they literally need to stop chilling and sharing their secrets in the woods. <laughs> like, yeah, solid piece of advice, yeah, guys. Yeah, I think that's very good advice. But they didn't listen back in PLL. I don't think they're going to listen this one either. Same, same, also, is that um, somebody developed a drinking problem in order to cope with yes, trauma. Yes, yes. Which is Ava Jalali mm-hmm. and, um, you know, our, our good friend Hannah Marin. It happened to Hannah. It happened to Emily a bit, too. It happened to Emily. Um, so it happens. It definitely is it a thing happen. that happens. Dana Booker. I feel very same, same to Linda Tannerelli. Linda Tannerelli. Very curly hair. Same. That's like on perp. For That's sure. For sure, on perp. For sure. People waiting in other people's houses when Mrs. Hotchkiss is just, like, in Allie's house. Yeah, and she's just like, is this a bad time? Like, yeah, like, at night, unplanned. Like, why do people in these shows not, like, they all have cell phones, but only to text each other for, like, evil shit. (laughs) And when they're, like, right next to each other. Not, yeah, not, yeah, when they're, like, Like, in the same room and they don't want to say anything out loud. They're like, yo, like, what is this fucked up thing about? But, like, yeah nobody's like um hey like i'm by your house like do you mind if i stop by and chat for a minute no yeah they just show up and it's also like in what fucking and then like the thing that like just makes me laugh is that like they are always confused when that person is scared to like find them in their house they're like oh did i scare you like why would you be frightened by my presence in your pitch black living room just sitting on your couch (laughs) like okay so this person just picture the scene They've had to open, like, they've gotten their keys, they've, like, opened the door, they've, like, put everything down, like, there's so many, like, opportunities during that to just be like, hey, I'm here. Don't want to scare you, but, uh, (laughs) even though it's gonna scare them no matter what, but, like, don't wait until they turn on the light and find you. And then they're just like, why are you, oh, did that all, is is this an alarming, like, scenario for you? And it's like, yeah. Is this a bad time? Like, that's not the right question. It's like, is this a bad way of operating as a person? (laughs) And the answer to that is yes. Yes, yes. it is. Yes. Um, Okay, that's the end of my same, same. Thank you for entertaining all of my Yeah, I feel like there's a lot. There's going to be more to come. There's going to be much more to come. One thing that you mentioned Mm -hmm. made me think of another. There's a couple. There's a couple spinoff segments that I want to do here. And one is who is evil? Who is evil? Who is fucking evil? Who is fucking seeming like they're evil AF? Okay. Do you want to go first? Number one, Mason. Mason, he's, well, I don't know if he's evil, but he's definitely, like, deceitful in that he's not who he says he is. He's not He's got something to hide. Yeah, he's definitely, like, like, sketchy. The way that he was talking to Mrs. Hotchkiss was, like, a little too suave. Like, he's a little too playing the part correctly. Mm -hmm. Like, he cried one tear. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, it's just too good. It's like Beyonce. And it's just, like, I know you're up to something. Yeah. That that ain't some name right. <laughs> That's not how a person is. No. Like a human person. No. Um, no. Um, also, like, I got a weird vibe from uh, Caitlin's boyfriend, Jeremy, when they were in the mm-hmm, car together. Mm-hmm. He was, like, like, wearing his glasses. Does he wear glasses? Um, maybe. Maybe. He might. He might um, wear glasses. Yeah. So, I just thought that, like, he seemed like he was a little bit evil. I, I get that same thing too. He's very like Ren adjacent yes. for me. Like he because brings he's back British. Because of the Britishness, because of the callousness, I would say, and irreverence with which he treats death and trauma. Yeah. Um, but like he also there's just this weird moment where I forget what it is, but I'm gonna like replay the episode to like watch this part because mm-hmm. it was just like he had a weird look on his face and he was just approaching things in a weird, sketchy way and like 
I think he might be up to no good. I think he's definitely like up to no good. I think that um, Andrew, swoopy haired guy, he comes off as like being a little bit annoyed for no reason and mm. a little bit suspicious, but I actually think he's okay. I think he's okay too. I think he's okay too. It's, you know, everyone's a suspect at this point, but like you get vibes from different people and I feel like there are a couple bad vibes going around so do you get bad vibes from dana booker like the way that i got bad vibes from linda tannarelli was like not even that song her name her name is linda tanner <laughs> that's just <laughs> i just we just heard that, that one up. but i thought she was annoying and like weirdly um had come to the conclusion that like the liars had done something mm-hmm. wrong which was a thousand percent true so i guess she had good instincts yeah um, she went about it in a weird way. She went about it like a bit aggressively, like kind of a dog with a bone type of like yeah. weirdness. But ultimately, I didn't think she was like evil. Like I thought she was just no. like motivated and like weird. She was just like kind of like going after the wrong thing. Like, yeah, the liars were lying about shit, but like they weren't murderers. You know what I mean? Well, well they were, like, but only time. in like self-defense. <laughs> but like, yeah. But so do you, do you think that Dana, I mean, maybe it's too soon to tell. We've like only just met her for the second mm. time, I guess. We don't know much about her. The thing about, that's weird about Dana is that she was the FBI agent that was investigating the Jalali disappearance. I know. Okay, so somebody knew her as an FBI agent before this. Yeah, Ava did. Like, she Ava had did. met her. Like, she we saw her in the first episode where right. she, like, comes to her house and is like, where do you think your dad is? Okay. And Ava's like, IDK. Okay, um, and then, but now she's the head of security at she's Beacon like, Heights. Sh- yeah, which is, like, a little Beacon convenient. Heights? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yes. a little, little convenient, like. Yeah, it's, like, so okay. I'm so I'm a little bit suspicious of her, like, motivations. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, your motivations are, like, maybe a little bit, like, skewed to, like, maybe money or something because you just, like, took a job. I don't know. It just, like, is really not cool. I think it's also weird because, um, so she immediately suspects that the sus like, sorry, she immediately suspects students from Allison's class as being like persons of interest. It's like has someone must have tipped her off. Well she, she must be says, getting tips from this whoever the new A is. Well yeah and I think like you know okay so Allie is new to town immediately somebody dies. I guess you might think like weird. I'm gonna look into that. She was having her class read Ag- Agatha Christie's whatever the fuck book that well, is. Well all of Agatha Christie's books are like mystery murder mysteries. So then that makes her feel like Allie, like, inceptioned her whole class into, like, being murderers. Ah. And then she narrows in on our three main suspects because of we don't know why. We don't know why, but I think that she's getting some tips yeah. from this unknown person who has, like, all their secrets. So yeah. she's got reason to believe, but it's like, how is she going to actually frame it when she does get a chance to talk to them how is she going to be able to what is her yeah like what is her claim Mm -hmm. to any of this like suspicion around them i'm not really sure i don't know why they would be suspects other than that they like they knew him or they dated him or whatever but like there's so many people that he was involved with in his life so yeah it's weird suspects and she was like she hadn't even read their papers like it's not even like something in their papers had like revealed this like weird relationship with nolan which they definitely don't do because jerry like dylan wrote them all or whatever but anyhow it's just really weird i don't really get what track she's on but i think she has she gives me bad vibes she yeah there's a bit of a bad vibe she has allergies (laughs) as we all know people with allergies 
can't be trusted. I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like that makes her a little bit more relatable. I've got allergies. I've got allergies. So, I don't know. They're My like... sneezes are very disruptive, just like hers. Mine are two because I sneeze, like, ten times in a row. I sneeze, like, four. I sneeze less than you. You're the only person I know that sneezes more than me. Wow. In a row. I never met anyone so cute. like you. <laughs> Until... Aww. Until you did. Until I did. <laughs> if you think about that, that's not very flattering. It's like, I never met you till I did meet you. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did. And that's all. Nothing more to it. And it turns out. <laughs> and it just turns out. Um, well, I had another do... thing. Oh, yeah, let's Sorry, do Sorry, one more no. thing, one more thing, one more thing. This was another spinoff from something you said. Because mm-hmm. you were talking about Danielle's jackets. <laughs> Caitlin's jacket. Yeah. I'll edit that. Um... <laughs> I want to do a segment every week about fashion. Oh, good idea. Good idea. Fashion show. It's a fashion show. Let's think of a better intro. Oh my god, you know what you should do is you should try to find like, you remember that old like um, fashion TV segment that was like on Cityland? It was like, I will find something like that. I'm just going to use that. That was perfect. That's pretty good. Do you Pretty remember that? Good. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? I think about? I do like know what you're the talking 90s about. And it was like, it would always be like runway looks. Yeah. Presented out of context and like mm-hmm. with little explanation of like yeah, what you were looking shows for. And I was just like, what them? is fashion? Like, I don't get it. Like, I know. It's like giving people a really weird idea of what fashion is. <laughs> it, it was so strange. Anyhow, okay. Well, like, this episode is exciting because there's a funeral, which we love, you know, I the PLL funeral fashions. You never know what you're going to get. Okay. What is your favorite fashion moment? Moment. Oh my god. I don't uh, know about my, what my favorite is, oh, but okay. there are notable things. Okay. Here's something notable. Mm-hmm. Ava's dress. Which one? I think that she's going to have a lot of fashion moments in this this segment. Well, she's a designer, you Because know. she's a designer. So she's always going to be taking, like, fashion risks. She has this <laughs> dress at the funeral that's, like, an 80s prom dress, I want to say. It's yeah. got puffy shoulders. Yeah, it's like... And then holes down the middle. And it's, it's like, Eyelid. crushed velvet. Yeah, it is, like, crushed it's a velvet. Texture. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a whole look. So, I don't know. That's Yay like or nay? I would say yay. Because okay. who says, you know, that a funeral can't be a celebration? That's true. Why can't a funeral be an 80s prom, too? <laughs> That's too true. You know? What's your faves? Um, You know, okay, so good fashion moment that mm. I'm very into. Caitlyn's leather jackets. I was, like, very much remarking about all the great leather jacket game. You know me. I'm a leather jacket enthusiast. Enthusiast. <laughs> I guess you could say. We um, both have leather, leather jackets. That are really cool and people always compliment us. And people think we're cool. My other favorite fashion moment we can hopefully also include would be glitter turbans. Glitter <laughs> turban. That was, like, to me, it was, like, so glittery. It looked like CGI. Yeah, it looked like an afterthought where yeah. someone was like, you know, the scene needs more pizzazz. Like a hat. <laughs> a fancy hat. Or a turn. Or something glittery. <laughs> I want it to be glittery, but I want it to be serious, but I want it to be exotic, and I want it to evoke feelings of, I don't know, pure confusion. And it's like, let's just think about something. When you're, like, trying to, like, discreetly have, like, a secret convo in the forest, don't wear your fucking golden turban, maybe, that, like, you can see from outer space. People would be like, you know, I wasn't sure who it was walking into the woods, but then I caught sight of that glitter turban, and there's only one person on this whole yeah. fucking campus with that gold glitter turban hat. Nobody else is wearing that. 
So I feel like yeah, she's gonna be on. She's gonna be on this segment a lot because she's gonna be taking these sweet, sweet, sweet fashion risks, mm-hmm. and I love her for it because mm-hmm. she gives me something to look at, something to talk about. <laughs> I think that the, also the alarming fashion moments for me, which I definitely knew this was already happening, the resurgence of flare jeans and flare pants in general. I forgot mm, about that. Not a good silhouette for me. Actually, that was a Twitter poll. Tall. Here's the Twitter poll: Are flared pants and safety pin earrings back? said no, 67% said yes. No one said medium. Well, that's confusing, because that, to me, is the right answer. I mean, I want to say this now, and I want to say it on the record, but, like, who knows? I feel like I will not be changing my pants style. (laughs) I think I can't. Like, we were talking about this. Christina and I are both short, Mm -hmm. people of the shorter scale of things, (laughs) and flared pants, like, I... They don't look good on me. No. And like, you know what I always struggled with even when flared pants were in? Because I remember being like a teenager and like Mm -hmm. people wearing flared pants and I did too. Mm -hmm. I did too. I wore like a a boot cut. You know what my challenge, one of the challenges of it, it's not just how they look on short people, but like what shoes do you wear underneath I mean, some people go with like a boot. A boot. It is boot cut. So it's for a boot. Yeah. I believe, like an ankle boot. Yeah. With a, I guess a, a heel. I think they look better with heels, but I'm not a heels type of I can't, person. I can't actually, like, physically can't walk in heels. I look like, like a giraffe, like a baby giraffe. Yes. Just birthed. <laughs> yes. I'm, like, going in directions that, like, my feet are going one direction, and then, like, my ankle's going in a different direction than, like, my toes are, and, like, I'm not aligned. It's not natural. <laughs> it's, not, it's fucking not natural. Some people, some people are just like, work, 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 work yeah. stride. I'm going to admit something that's embarrassing. I have really sweaty feet. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I do. I have really sweaty feet. Speaking of uncovering like, secrets. I know. I know. This is my my darkest secret. <laughs> I feel so free. Um, nice. So wearing heels is a little slippery situation mm. kind of sometimes. and um, Not comfortable. You know, it's, it's not good when you're already trying to balance and then your foot is like slipping. Yeah. And it's just this whole mess. And like the last time I wore heels was to my friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. And um, I was very proud of myself. But did you feel like this is a mistake? I felt like um, you can only walk one way, which is like, like you're a model. Like I'm trying to do it, but just like, like one foot in it's front like of the other. You have to do a you lot of think hip about and it. shoulder. Like yeah. you, and you, you can't just be doing yeah. casually other things. Like no. as I do now when I walk, which is just talking pretty unconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's true. It's like you really need to think about it. It's a very deliberate action. Yeah, and I had to, like, get up in front of people. Right. And I was like, don't fucking fall, you loser. Yeah, so, like, I feel like, so partly for me, it's, I'm out of practice because I never wear heels because they're not comfortable, and I'm, like, all about comfort. I'm Mm -hmm. just like, fuck everything. I don't care if I look stupid. (laughs) I will not wear something that's uncomfortable. So, and footwear is really important because if my feet hurt, guaranteed I'm a shitty human being. Yeah, I have very delicate feet. If, like, Very if I have sore feet, mm-hmm. you're not going to like me. Yeah. It's almost like we're what not going to get along. makes you a worse person? If you had really sore feet or if you were really hungry? Because it's, like, literally that level. It is that level. No, it's, mm-hmm. like, basically about the same. But so an added weird thing to this is that I had a baby and <laughs> – What? Yeah. Weird. I don't know if you know, secret baby alert. Secret um, baby. Three can keep a secret. <laughs> after having a baby, mm-hmm. because during my pregnancy, my pelvis became very unstable. 
Sure. And it was really painful, mm-hmm. which like, you know, I'm fine. Like I'm not carrying all that extra weight. So like I'm fine most of the time. But when I tried to wear heels for the first time, which was like to a wedding or whatever, this was a few months ago now, but I actually physically couldn't walk in them. I mean, that makes sense if you have a weaker pelvis. Core like area, I, you, you don't like, even realize yeah. how much you need those, like the stability mm-hmm. there because stabilizers. It's like even I've had these bad moments in like during winter where it's mm-hmm. like icy outside and like you you know when you almost slip and you have to like catch yourself yeah yeah it's There's really a lot your going on pelvic there. muscles mm. that stabilize you and like stop you from falling but when so when i have to do that it hurts so bad oh wow so like the first time i put on heels and i tried to walk i was like i actually physically can't do this it's, so it's just another reason that i'm not gonna be wearing them i mean you know that's the thing though i feel like it's one of those things and like this is what i think annoying about sexism but like you have to justify <laughs> why no one one of you have to justify why you're not wearing them like you always have mm-hmm. to have this like fucking whole story and you have a great excuse and like it doesn't really Ugh. matter well, I would like, never explain that to anyone <laughs> except for everybody that listens to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but you wouldn't tell that story at a wedding. My, well, my, you see, my pelvic muscles are... <laughs> do you guys... What do you guys know about a pelvic floor? <laughs> yeah, like... No, it's it's true. Like, you feel like... Yeah, the truth is we don't have to explain shit to anybody. And yeah. I, nobody's ever fucking asked me why I don't wear heels. But I guess it is something that happens because especially if you're short, like, and everyone's like, why you're so short? Like, why didn't you wear heels? Well, he, that's the thing that's actually annoying to me. I'm so short that unless I wear literal stilts that mm-hmm. are, like, one foot tall, mm-hmm. like, I'm never going to reach. still be short. Like, it's not like people are going to be like, oh, my God, look, you're a supermodel. Yeah, like, you're so your tall. Couple inch <laughs> heels. And, like, the other thing is people are like, it makes you feel so sexy. Like you are fucking femme fatale and it's like no yeah if you can do it Mm -hmm. sure but if you can't there's nothing more unsexy than a girl just like not comfortable holding everything that she can like trying to like yeah (laughs) and it's also just like if you're not comfortable in it you're not gonna you're not gonna have confidence and that's not sexy to you or anyone or else. anyone else people are like you look very uncomfortable that's super sexy you you need to sit down you need to like you look at your ankle might be broken. I'm into that. I'm <laughs> into that. Broken. Great. I'm really excited about doing fashion segment every week. <laughs> so that really. we can just cut down the patriarchy one week at a time, one fashion choice at that's a time. That's what we're secretly, secretly here for. That's our real secret is that that's what we're here to do. Mm. We're fucking tear it down. Glass ceiling. Glass we're ceiling. We're going up. And we're, we're tearing it down. Tearing it down. <laughs> we're smashing it up. And we're, we're tearing, tearing it down. down. Just for you guys. And for ourselves. Because we deserve it. We do. Um, I wanted to do a new segment. It's called Back on the Homestead. Um, Like, just news from Rosewood. I mean, because this episode, we have it. We have a bit. I don't know how much we're going to get. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty big. It's actually a big tidbit. And I tweeted it as soon as, like, the news <laughs> broke. Yeah. And that was actually the last tweet I did of the, of the show. Mm-hmm. But... I said, Caleb and Hannah had a baby. Spencer and Toby eloped. News alert. It got a lot of retweets and likes. Yeah. I mean, we have that breaking shit, man. Like, fucking follow us. We're breaking that fucking news. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Twitter. (laughs) If you don't know, now you know, okay? So what do you think? um, Do you think that Caleb and Hannah had a spicy tuna roll or... (laughs) For a real baby. And also, like, do you think their baby would be cute? No. 
<laughs> I don't think so. I think he would have like overly styled hair. <laughs> and it would look confused all the time. Uh, but I'm sure, what do you think they, I think they named the baby something like insane. <laughs> like, oh my God, totally. Like, what would it be? Like, like. I don't know. That's a good question. What would they name their baby? I don't mm-hmm. think they believe in the binary constructs of mm-hmm. gender. I don't think they subscribe to that bullshit. Mm, that's good. Um, good for them. <laughs> feel better and better about their kid. <laughs> I think that they're a great computer programmer. Straight out the womb, they just they hacked like, their way hack, out of his womb. They're like Cody. I'm taking down Maybe this their firewall. Name is Cody. <laughs> the baby's name is Cody. Yes, yes. The baby's name is Cody. Cody Rivers. <laughs> he sounds like. The lead singer of a Christian rock band. Totally. Cody Rivers. I would listen to that. And I will raise you up (laughs) on eagle's wings. Love that tune. My favorite hymn. Sick tunes. (laughs) Sick tunes. If I die an untimely death, or if I just die before you, can you just ensure that that is... I will sing it myself. Laid on a loop. I will sing it myself. Imagine, like, your family is, like... Alex, actually, no, we, like, arranged this other type of music, but then I just, like, stand outside and busk. Busk yeah, I that want you to song. busk my funeral. <laughs> your funeral. Just singing. I don't even know what it's called. Eagle's Eagle Wings? Eagle's Wings or on. Raise You Up? Or... <laughs> no, but not the Josh Groban, You Breath Raise Me Up. Breath of Dawn? <laughs> I believe it's called Breath of Dawn. <laughs> Which sounds not good. <laughs> when you think of it just alone, breath of dawn breath sounds of like dawn. morning breath, which is stinky. <laughs> breath of dawn. I will dawn. raise you up from the breath, bear you on the breath, breath of dawn. So it's smelly wherever you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bear you on it. It's so strong. Yeah, what does it mean to bear someone? Like to fuck like, and to breath. I don't give know. birth. There's a lot of metaphors happening in that song. <laughs> I think it's too much. Too much. They went overboard. Nevertheless, promise me, I will do that. It. You will sing it on loop. I can't say no to you. <laughs> I can't, especially can't say no to dead you. <laughs> I'm gonna fake my own death to like see if you just do see it. how much people really <laughs> love you. No, just to see if you make. I mean, yeah, to do that for sure. But mostly to hear that song <laughs> sung by me. Because I'm going to vow right here, right now to never, ever sing it unless it's at your funeral. No, no, no. Don't don't vow that. I don't want to vow that. You know, it's okay. like my birthday soon. Maybe you okay. could. At karaoke. Okay, but let's pinky promise. Okay. On this podcast. What do you think about Spoby? Elopey. <laughs> Spoby Elopey. <laughs> what do you think of that? Uh, I don't care. Like, at all. <laughs> first of all i can't imagine it like the more i think about spencer and toby the more i feel like they're not they would never be a real couple in real life ever (laughs) like it makes no fucking sense i'm sorry i think that i think that spencer is like way too good for toby (laughs) oh a guy goes to jail one time gets one prison tattoo and has a do-rag and you think you're too good for him yeah, you know and what? I think that's doesn't part deserve of it. it. <laughs> it's more just like, you know what, Spencer, like, it was just, you know, well, you know, I think it's nice sometimes people grow apart and then they grow back together. I think, I think that they have a good, like, mix, which I is that, like, you know. so whiny. Oh, no, he is. He's a little whiny little baby. Um, 
But I think, like, Spencer's so high-strung, and then he, like, balances her out and, like, calms her down. I think that's was, a like, good Stenza, dynamic. like, do you love me? You know? And she's kind of like, <laughs> I might fuck Caleb for a time <laughs> to check. <laughs> yeah. Spencer. Spencer. Get on your hands and knees. Like, Spencer. 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 Like, Spencer. 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 I'm gonna spank you because you've been a bad girl, Spencer. This is, we're just, like... Going over what their honeymoon is like, I guess. Like, do you have a honeymoon when you elope? Yeah. Oh, is it is I your yeah. is your honeymoon like is your elopement like part of your honeymoon? When you elope, isn't it like you eloped somewhere? Uh, like you, they eloped to Rome. Well, because yeah. it's like you run away to get married. But it also just means like getting married and like not telling anyone. Because yeah. do you want to hear a romantic story? Yeah, my grandma and my grandpa eloped. Oh. My God. Because my grandpa, it's not really romantic, I guess. My grandpa's like way older than my grandma was. That's so cute. And he was black and she was Asian and it was like race relations and like fucking frowned upon and like, so they eloped. That's so cute. It's actually like my grandparents also eloped. Wow. Oh my God. We are like. It's like the more we know about each other, the more we realize that we're meant to be together. And we both have sweaty feet. (laughs) No, just you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. My thoughts about Spencer and Toby eloping, not oh, yeah. that anyone asked, is... <laughs> I was going to. I was. <laughs> are that... I also don't care at all. <laughs> I just don't care about these two. I think that Spencer is... Uh... Like, if it's such a big deal, like, show us. <laughs> show, don't tell. Like, <laughs> fucking slow-mo or it didn't happen. <laughs> It's funny because, well, basically how we find this out is that Mona calls Hannah when she realizes that she's kind of spiraling and, like, just another slice of key lime pie won't do mm-hmm. to bring her back mm-hmm. into the real world. And she kind of takes Allie's advice, which is very heartening, actually, if you think mm-hmm. about that. Um, and she calls, so she calls Hannah, and uh, Hannah tells her, and I'm just thinking, like, and I asked you this, I was like, oh, do you think Allie knows? And then you said, I don't think they really talked to her. You were hypothesizing that the girls maybe don't talk to Allie as much. And I was then hypothesizing, do you think that um, the girls would have taken, like, Emily's side in the kind of dissolving? I mean, I think they would. I think Emerson. everybody's, like, it didn't seem like by the end of the PLL series that they were all, like, totally over everything about Allison. I think that in the end, they would be loyal to each other before being loyal to her. I think that's true. I think that's true. And I think because the, like, that they are apart because of Emily's misgivings Mm -hmm. and, like, feelings of maybe, like, not being able to trust, that that only furthers, like, that idea, which is that they were always, like, it's us for against Allie. Yep. I agree. I will go down with this ship. Fave ship? Great question. Um, right now, I'm into... (laughs) I can go first if you want. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm into this uh, really sexy threesome between uh, Allie, Mona, and Pi. Honestly, I think Pi is going to be like in the ship. You know in on like um, TV and movies when they're like, girls at a sleepover have, get in their underwear and have sexy pillow fights. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I think it's like when they eat pie. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that like, I think that Pi is going to be like... Part of the favorite ships for like, because I was just thinking about last week when you were like, I ship Mona and Pi. And I'm like, <laughs> and that big knife. And like, that seemed really funny at the time, but like, now it's like, actually, like, that's gonna be an ongoing thing. Do you think the pie is like poisonous or something? Like, do you think there's like something more to it or there's like the drugs? Pie. There's, tr- 
There's drugs in the pie. There's drugs in those pie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I respect that. I just, you know, I think like the pie is like a, it's a food. It's a bridge, a metaphorical bridge be- between Allie and Mona. Like mm-hmm. Mona brought it to Allie when she was trying to like welcome her. It's like, delicious. <laughs> most importantly, perhaps. <laughs> you need to eat to live. Yeah. So <laughs> you got to eat food. Um, you got to eat pie. Well, you don't have to. But you do. <laughs> Why? Why it's do you so have to? It's so good. <laughs> We've talked. Why would you We've not? We've literally dedicated like 20 minutes of this to pie. This episode is called Pie. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Big Pie. <laughs> 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 Fucking Graham Cracker Consortium. Graham Cracker Consortium. <laughs> Chocolate. Desserts. Brought to you by those aluminum, disposable aluminum pie, pie plates. <laughs> It's like Alcan, call us up. Do you want a fucking tender sponsor? flake pre-made crust? <laughs> we yeah. should we should start getting sponsorship that's like, do you hate rolling your own pie crust? <laughs> now with tender flake, you can simply defrost, fill And you have to. And serve. You basically have to because like making pie crust is hard as fuck. So yeah. listen, tender flake, get at us. <laughs> call us. Ads, ads. We've got ad space. No okay, who do you ship? I ship the liars. I ship the three liars. It feels like the crew is coming together. It mm-hmm. feels like Allison's trying to be a part of it, but she's not. She's trying to take that threesome into a foursome. She's like that weird person at an orgy yeah. that's just like, can I? And she's also like, like double older, dutch. She's, you know like, she's, like, she's like that mom in Mean Girls. She's like, <laughs> you guys keep me young. She's Amy Poehler. <laughs> she's just like, not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I will give you an alibi for murder. <laughs> I'm not like those other teachers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I just I will like, post your bail so personally. <laughs> so when I say the liars, I mean Ava, Caitlin, and Dylan. Yeah. I ship them. They're coming together as a crew. I don't really fucking know why. I don't know how it's gonna go, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the connection. I like that because like I'm into this kind of like uh I'm interested to see how they will kind of galvanize together like as a group because you know with the previous liars they were already friends like before anything bad ever happened before they amassed any secrets they were legitimately just friends mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I think it's different the same way that's like if you have a friend then they come to work with you as yeah. opposed to if you make a friend with a coworker like these are very different scenarios mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see how people will come together uh, in under, like, a common scenario or, like, a common secret or trauma or something like that. Because they do not want to mm-hmm. be friends, like, for whatever fucking reason. No, but they're, like, forced into it. It's, so it's a different, it's a new, it's a new vibe. It's a new vibe for PLL, I'd say. Well, I think that wraps it up then. Uh, I think you're right. We will be back next week. Next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Two Can Keep a Secret. Please subscribe and follow us on social media at poor underscore as underscore shoes. Shh.